When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nita Kimes, Emily Kaplan, Israel Gutierrez, Justin Tinsley after a 479 and a half hour break. We're about to see Rust versus Rust. <laughs> the latest on Shohei Otani. Is the two-way dream dead? The latest on Jonathan Taylor. Colts play the Eagles tonight. Is this just one of those walk to the other side of the field? You've been traded situations? And the latest on Trey Lance, if not QB1 and not QB2, what are the 49ers saying? Let's go around the horn. Of all the stories to start after a long break, this is not one you want. Say it ain't show. The severity of Shohei Otani's ulnar collateral ligament tear, not announced. But the latest is, just knowing there is a tear, he will not pitch again this season. And for the second time in his career, his throwing elbow may need Tommy John surgery. Just brutal news. The oof level, very substantial, like always, for the Angels. The one and only bright side, he can still swing. So he can still hit and play. But the question looming now, is having one half, maybe, of the greatest player we've ever imagined. Well, not nothing, more bitter than sweet. It's a half a billion dollar question mark we have. Israel Gutierrez, around the horn to you. What does this Otani injury mean now? And could it be the end of the two-way player? Yeah, well, if you remember, Tony, I was the eternal optimist right around the trade deadline who said, uh, let's keep him if you're the Angels and see what happens. Mm. Whew, was this probably the worst possible scenario between Shohei and Mike Trout? And I do think, the, obviously, with the timing of the free agency, it gets so complicated because I would love to say that you can't give up on the two-way option of Shohei Otani because he's only 29, because if it takes a couple of years for him to rehab again, he can still do it and still be in the prime of his career because he rehabbed his last UCL injury while still DHing, so he could ideally do something like that. But when you talk about this season and the rest of the season, will he even play for the rest of the season? Will he have a team that says, hey, we're going to go ahead and negotiate with you as if you are going to pitch in the future? And maybe he can reach that 500 million number. But it's, it's very tricky at that point because you don't know how, how he's going to recover from this or whether you even want him to do so and risk because he's obviously such a great presence at the plate. So I think what happens here is you maybe start to introduce an option after two, maybe after three years and sort of revisit everything once he gets healthy again. But I do think that the team that's going to get him is a team that's going to commit to the big number and assume that he will come back as well Emily as a pitch. Kaplan. You know, 
I think we have to acknowledge that modern medicine has advanced and athletes recovery and longevity, they're constantly recalibrating what our expectations should be. But as Jeff Passan pointed out in his column today, the list of players who have come back from two Tommy John surgeries in the span of five years is awfully uninspiring. And because of that, I do think $500 million is now unrealistic for him. But every time I've heard Shohei Otani speak, I've never heard him talk about being motivated by money or being the highest paid player. It's always been about coming from Japan to the best league in the entire world and proving that he can be excellent at two skills that most players are not excellent at. So my take is, in his free agency now, which does get a lot more complicated, it's going to be determined not by money, but whatever team believes in him the most that's going to allow him to keep pursuing this. Complications to the question on free agency. Yes, Mina Kimes, just knowing it's now been two potentially substantial injuries to your pitching arm. Could the two-way dream be over for Otani? Well, I think Shohei's desire to be a two-way player, as Emily alluded to, is what complicates our projections, not only of his future as a ball player, but what he will earn. Because if he was just a one-way player, he would still be incredibly valuable. I mean, we're talking about a guy who leads the league in home runs of his 8.7 wins above replacement, 6.3 are above hitting. If he came out and said, hey, I'm done with pitching, teams would still be lining up. But to Emily's point, I don't think that's going to happen. I think what's most likely is he is going to want some sort of deal with a potential opt-out clause should he return as a pitcher. And while the number of pitchers who have returned, who have come back from multiple surgeries, Tommy Johns is very small. And for every Jameson tie-on, there's you know countless examples of guys who have failed. I'm not betting against Shohei Otani. Uh, I've made that mistake before, uh, and. You know, the guy has constantly proven us wrong. And you believe a team will then also be committed to that? Because that's where we are now. There, there's a lot in play, but you believe a team will throw the money and, and hope for the best. Justin Tinsley, I turn to you. Yeah, uh, that $500 million was always based off his ability to pitch and hit. But here's another uncomfortable truth around all this. This two-way dream was never going to last 10, 11, 12 years. That's too much duress to to put on one person's body. And that's why his tenure with the Angels has been so frustrating. you got to capitalize on a talent like this. He's been individually amazing, but the biggest stage we've ever seen him on, at least, at least here in America, is the World Baseball Classic. So he will be the face of the league. He will continue to be the face of the league. And maybe he takes a more reserve role out of the bullpen. Maybe, maybe he could become the best closer in baseball. Mm. But if this is a second Tommy John surgery, this chapter is over, and we're going to have to reevaluate how we appreciate this one-of-a-kind greatness. Well, there's something from Tinsley there. Could he come back as a closer, pitch 60 games in a season rather than 30, and then hit the rest of the way? Israel Gutierrez? Well, that's where I was going to go, because as far as a wear and tear on a pitcher, yeah, if that's got to be the option, less innings, less pitches thrown. And if it's something that Shohei wants to do, if that's what he wants to paint as the story of his career, as the greatest all-time player because he did both of these, he doesn't necessarily have to be a starter. He could still find a very valuable role with the team as a reliever. So his vision of how his career could play out, still a lot in that scenario. That's the latest on Shohei Otani. The expectation is he'll still bat for the rest of the season or as long as the Angels decide to, to keep it going for the rest of the season. We'll move on now to tonight's football game. Excuse me. Tonight, the latest from San Francisco. Brock Purdy, QB1, the team announced. Sam Darnold, QB2. Team Mulling, 
options on what to do with QB3. Trey Lance, this is fascinating. There's the enormity of what San Francisco gave up to commit to drafting Lance with the number three pick. And all the players they passed on in that draft. And all the decisions they made as a team knowing Lance could be the future to now the reality is he's their third quarterback and they're feeling pretty good with Brock Purdy. QB won one game from the Super Bowl last year. Today, John Lanch on KNBR Radio said the team is exploring all avenues with Lance, but quote, most likely option is he's here. Media Times return to you. What's the situation here with Lance? What does it mean about his future? What do the Niners do? Well, I'll tell you what the Niners should do. Unless they get a second rounder, they should hold on to Trey Lance. Um, not because I think there's a long-term future for him in San Francisco. I believe that ship has sailed. But because right now, their quarterback room consists of a seventh rounder who played really well last year, but he's coming back from a very serious injury. And a quarterback in Sam Darnold who might have beat Trey Lance for the QB2 job, but has been wildly inconsistent over the course of his career. And this is where I think the Niners' timeline, how they're built as a roster, the fact that they are one of the top Super Bowl contenders in the NFL makes a difference. If they were just your average team, I would say trade Trey Lance, get what you can for him. That ship has sailed. Upside matters more than depth. But depth for this particular team, as we of course saw in the playoffs last year, well, it matters more. So I think they should be asking for more than your typical team. And if they don't get it, hold on to Trey. A follow-up though, more specifically on what it means about Trey Lance that when head-to-head with Purdy and with Darnold, he came out third. Well, it's so hard to talk about Trey Lance as a quarterback because we've seen so little of Trey Lance as a quarterback. And while you can point to the immense trade value that the Niners gave up for him and say that they failed and that they made a bad decision maybe in not giving him a chance to develop, not playing him the year that Jimmy Scrappolo started – What's more important, what supersedes all of this, is he has been unbelievably injured. I know everybody wants to blame someone, and I do think the Niners are not totally above reproach, but this guy has also, Trey Lance, has also endured an unusual amount of injuries very early in his career, and for an inexperienced player like him, that has made it basically impossible to evaluate. This is going to go down as one of the worst draft day trades in the history of really bad trades. You mentioned the players that they passed over straight up. It's not just Justin Fields. It's like Micah Parsons. It's Pat Sertan. It's Jamar Chase. That said, they're saying they haven't moved on. They haven't given up on him. They've given up for him. And you can't take that investment and get too emotional. But you just need to cut ties. This is a sunken cost fallacy. You looked out. You got Brock Purdy there. You have so much talent around it. Accept it for what it is, move on. You guys are a great team, and let him go try and find his legs somewhere Ooh, else. Israel Gutierrez, which side of the street are you on here? Kimes was preaching some patience, and Kaplan was a sledgehammer there. Well, here's the thing about the Shanahan offense with the 49ers is, yes, it, it helps to be able to make every throw. Yes, it'd be great if you're mobile, but the main thing is quick decisions and making smart decisions. And when you got Brock Purdy, who came into the offense and did just that and looks like he took ownership of it, clear number one. When you've got Sam Darnold, who seems to have come in in a shorter period of time, obviously Trey Lance having been there last year as well, and picked up the offense slightly better, the 49ers have to look at themselves and say, we have to be honest with ourselves here and make the right choice with Darnold as your number two. Does that mean that Trey Lance can never pick up the offense fast enough and be that guy? No. I think maybe it takes a second year. Maybe he's just, you know, picking things up differently. And so 
given his price and his value uh, at that price. I think you do uh, do what Mina says and hang on to him because there's probably not a team desperate enough to say, hey, we can turn that guy around this year for our benefit for you know, a lot of wins and we're going to give you a second round pick. I just don't think that team exists. Justin Tinsley. Yeah, I agree with uh, Emily here. I, th I think both sides need a fresh start. Unfortunate it's unfortunate for Trey Lance because he has not played a lot of football over the last three years, whether it be COVID, whether it be injuries. He's thrown like 400 passes since high school. So I, I, he's, he's only started four games in the NFL, so I don't want to call him a bust just because we haven't seen enough of him. But if San Francisco does this, they better pray that they get it right. Since uh, Kyle Shanahan got there in 2017, every quarterback not named Jimmy Garoppolo is 16-30 and 30 with their record. And seven of those wins came, came from the literal last pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. But this team still has contended for a Super Bowl in multiple years in that run as well. Gutierrez, last word. If there's any team that needs quarterback depth, it's the 49ers. They've already proven to you if they have the quality quarterback, they've got the rest of the pieces that can win a Super Bowl. So, yes, Trey Lance as your number three, it might come down to that. It will be probably a very Peter good Khan's work. Yeah, I just think giving him away for less than a decent return is playing with fire. I didn't mention another quarterback. Brandon Allen is the guy that they have after Darnold. Let me tell you, as much as I believe in Kyle Shanahan, He's starting games, they're going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. So that's a trade market there. Maybe one for Jonathan Taylor. We'll talk about that next. One for James Harden. Maybe Harden for trade land. <laughs> How about that? Is that a trade you'll take? Yes. Yes. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. The story that just won't go away. NBA finding James Harden $100,000 for saying to a bunch of Chinese basketball campers. Daryl Morey is a liar, and he won't play for an organization he's part of. 
League says that broke the rules about public trade demands and indicating he wouldn't perform to his contract. The Players Association filing a grievance saying Harden didn't violate any rules in speaking. So we've got a dispute here. Israel, settle it for us. And should the NBA be stepping in here? Does Harden deserve 100000 for what he said? Well, they did need to step in because this is sort of the summer of anti-player empowerment, right? Where they're sort of testing that player empowerment to say, hey, maybe you shouldn't be able to say, I want to go just to this team. But I think when it comes to the $100,000 fine, I'm with the NBA PA on this one. It's basically a matter of semantics. Did he ask for a trade or did he ask to be a part of an organization that Daryl Morey is not part of? So if there's another fine where you could say, hey, there was a public firing request of your GM, that's a different story because it wasn't specifically. Okay, all right. This is now anti-power. Power, anti-movement, anti-story, anti-pope, Justin Tinsley, anti-eater. Go ahead. Yeah, the NBA had to step in. They just sent a memo about this no, no public trade request. And then James Harden gives you a public trade request in China of all places. Like, that's the worst possible option for, for this league right now. So uh, I'm not mad at the PA for doing their job, but this is a messy situation. Harden don't want to be there. Daryl Moore will not... He will not get robbed in a trade trade demand, but this is the James Harden experience. We're messing around and finding and finding out live in unholy matrimony. We've seen it over and over again. This is not surprising. I mean, I get that the PA is just doing their job, but come on, Izzy. <laughs> Semantics? That would be like if you said, I am not going to be Court on any law. show with Tony Reale, and then pretending like it doesn't mean you're asking off of around the horn. Tony Reale is around the horn. Daryl Morey is the Sixers. It's Court an obvious law. trade request. Call a spade a spade. Emily Kaplan. Yeah, I mean, you have to consider the context here, right? James Harden has acted nothing but a player who loves to get traded over the last several years. So, of course, that's what they're going to infer from these random shots fired in China. That said, I'm with the semantics here. Legally, I do think the NBA PA has a case. You can't prove that's specifically what he was saying when he said this, and that's why we have unions. Imagine you're a 12-year-old kid, though. You know, and you go to camp and you just want to try to work <laughs> on your shot and, and play with James Harden. Here he is airing dirty laundry. That's an international event. <laughs> Colts Eagles tonight, a preseason game that was always going to be big because it's Anthony Richardson starting. So another look at the future of Indy. But throw in Jonathan Taylor's trade demand and reports that Philadelphia is hot in pursuit. And now we got something. Can you imagine Philadelphia? adding Taylor to a team that just went to the Super Bowl. In total, though, six teams have expressed interest in Taylor. Mina, what are you hearing here? What's going on? What do you buy to sell tonight? Uh, call me very skeptical of Philadelphia, a team that has consistently devalued the running back position, suddenly wanting to trade for Jonathan Taylor, who wants a big contract. But I, I want to talk about the Colts, because I think this connects to what we talked about at the top of the show with Trey Lance. I am buying the fact that they are starting Anthony Richardson, not just tonight, but that he is their starter this season. He is another raw prospect. They are giving him the reps he needed. Contrary to how San Francisco approached Trey Lance, obviously there are injuries there. I think it is the correct approach. Mm. The argument could be made both ways, right? Sitting and waiting versus, but you think the reps for a player like Richardson is the most important thing. Kaplan, how about you? Kaplan. Sorry, sorry. Yes, Kaplan. I'm sorry. Restaurant. Kaplan is my hockey name. Come on, you got to go hockey name here. Uh, you know, I'm selling uh, just Jim Ursay in general as a hypocrite here because he says, oh, running backs aren't worth a ton, and now we expect them to get a first-round pick with the mm, expectation yeah. that that would come with a massive extension. Like, come on, just let this kid go. Israel Gutierrez. 
Yeah, I'm also buying Anthony Richardson, mostly because the Colts should be and are in full rebuild mode. So that makes sense. You start Anthony Richardson, you look let Jonathan Taylor look for other teams, and if you have gold and you actually sort of, you know, overachieve there, then, you know, you're a nice little story. But I think this is a clear indication that they are not really looking to win very many games. Justin Tinsley. I'm going to commit a sin right here. I'm actually going to disagree with Mina. Are we sure this guy needs to be starting week one for a team that last, last year was last in the, their, their pass block win rate? Mm. You know, his, his best player won't be there in Jonathan Taylor. There, there's value in, in patience, and I think they need to be more patient with Anthony Richards. And for the record, I'm a big fan of him. I just don't want to see him thrown out there too soon. I mean, I, I understand why people are nervous about the offensive line. I do think that they'll play better with a quarterback behind them who had a very low pressure to sack ratio in college. And unlike the Colts quarterbacks last year, is not a sitting down. And a little bit more now on Jonathan Taylor. You hear six teams are interested. There's a week to play with here from the self-imposed deadline from the Colts. Anybody got your eye here? You don't believe it's Philadelphia. Who do you believe could be in play here, Mina? Uh, Miami obviously was in the mix for Dalvin Cook. I don't think they need him personally, but that's a team that has been associated with free agent running backs. Justin Sinsley, thank you for your time today. Mina Kimes and Emily Kaplan. Yes, yes, you, Kaplan. <laughs> All right, Go let's get this Kimesy. <laughs>Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Emily Kaplan, Mina Kimes, good luck in showdown. A chalkboard on Around the Horn, not Woody's, but Chris Jones posted this photo. Looks like it's from outside a coffee shop. If it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind also. Jones is incommunicado with Kansas City right now. It's clear he's unhappy, maybe being now the eighth highest paid defensive tackle in the league. He's hinting he can hold out half the season. Mina Kimes, do you believe Chris Jones when he says he's willing to hold out till week eight and take a coffee break for part of the season? <laughs> 
Well, I'm taking this more seriously than most holdout threats because Chris Jones has something that a lot of players don't, which is leverage. I think he is the second most important player on the Kansas City Chiefs after Patrick Mahomes. Not only did the league lead all defensive tackles across the league in pressures and pass rush mm. win last year, he also led the league in snaps played. The depth behind him is not good. They need him to get back to the Super Bowl. Mm. Emily Kaplan. I'll make this simple for you. He said this week eight thing on a tweet. He has said in the past, don't listen to everything I tweet. I'm just having fun. So he saved himself the excuse later of saying he was hacked. The team wants him back, as Mina outlined. He clearly likes it in Kansas City. No way he lasts till week eight. I'm a sucker. I'll believe anything I read outside of a coffee shop on those sandwich boards. <laughs> Mina had the stats. We'll give her the points. We'll move on. But now it's hockey, Emily. Biggest yearly salary in NHL history going to Austin Matthews. He signs an extension four years, 53 million, which is 13.25 million. Puts ahead of McKinnon and McDavid. Is there now pressure on Austin Matthews to get the Maple Leafs a Stanley Cup? Is there more pressure on, on Matthews than McDavid now to win a cup? What do we have here, Emily? No doubt. Connor McDavid is a good Canadian boy playing for a good Canadian franchise, and there's no expectation that he would go do something difficult. Meanwhile, Austin Matthews, our American prince who has the potential to explode the sport if he went somewhere like Los Angeles or Chicago, chooses the long-suffering Maple Leafs. Pressure's on you, bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with McDavid just from a legacy standpoint. What he did last year, he is the face of the league. And you can't be the face of the league breaking uh, records, leading the league in goals, assists, points for the first time since Gretzky, and continuously come up as short as they have. Mita Kimes gets the FaceTime today, 37. All that hockey knowledge. Uh, okay, so we've been off the show, which means we have not had a chance to talk about the hottest team in baseball, your Seattle Mariners. Yes, they recently snapped an eight-game win streak, but since All-Star break, they have been second in all of baseball in WRC+. Julio Rodriguez broke a record from, like, 1925, hitting 17 hits in four games. They're not just chasing a wild card. They're nipping on the Rangers' heels. Yes. Yeah, they are. Ever since Kalisha wrote... The division belongs to the Rangers. They haven't won a game. Go to the yeah. hockey guy. Right. Where's your Kraken FaceTime? 23 and a half hour break. See you tomorrow.